0: This is Forum. I'm John Michaels, Public Affairs Radio Director. Next, we're going to be talking about the South Dakota Veterans Cemetery for all of the Pearl Harbor uh, veterans, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, Gulf War, all the way on up. Uh, Talking to Aaron Brown, you're the director. I guess, first of all, the South Dakota Veterans Cemetery, a lot of people think of the Black Hills when they think of that, don't they?
1: Yes, sometimes. And we are the state veteran cemetery over on the east side of the state.
0: Now, this is fairly, for some people, fairly new, isn't it?
1: Yes, we started burials in June uh, 2021.
0: Now, where did the, you know, give us a little bit of the history, because I know that, uh, you know, the property, the land, all that kind of thing, where did all that come from?
1: Oh, there's a long history of this one. There have been some veteran service organizations that have been working on this project for quite some time Um, legislation was passed in 2019 for the approval of the cemetery and the 60 acres of land was donated by the city of Sioux Falls.
0: Well I I know it went through quite a few uh different uh, terms and and uh, probably directors and and uh you know BFW and, and DAB and all of those agencies and that type of thing uh when was the very first burial you mentioned? June 4 of
1: 2021.
0: So how many have you had since then?
1: We have done, just looking at that now. I know, it's quite a few. And 688.
0: Okay. Now, for those that don't know, it's not just a grass plot, but you also have uh, burials in kind of a wall type of thing?
1: Yes. So the different burial options would be we have an in-ground main section. So that would be a section just for urns. We also have a casket section and we have double depth pre-placed crypts. So a veteran and their eligible dependent would be able to be in that same plot. And then we do have an option for the, it's called a columbarium. So it's the above ground option and it's a niche. And that is also big enough for a veteran and their eligible dependent. And then we do have a scattering garden. We've done a couple of scatters, and then their name and information go up on our memorial wall.
0: Now, where is this located for those that are new to Sioux Falls?
1: We are just north of Sioux Falls. The easiest is to go uh, north on 229, and it turns into Jim's Weep Highway. And it's maybe a quarter of a mile down the road, and you take a right on Flip-Up Creek Road, and that takes right to our entrance.
0: Well, give us an idea of who's eligible for this. Um, This is free to eligible veterans, right?
1: Correct. Burial is free for uh, veterans. Uh, We can go down the rabbit hole of eligibility, but the overall view is any active duty service time after September of 1980 is 24 consecutive months, and any time before that is any active duty time. Active duty training for Active duty for training does not count. Um, and then Guard members, if they were deployed uh, while they were in the Guard, then they would be eligible or have a service connection or are retired with 20 years of service or more.
0: So a, a Vietnam veteran, for instance, or a Gulf War veteran, uh, well, a Vietnam veteran before, before 1980, uh, as long as they served over 24 uh, months of continuous service then?
1: Nope, anybody before 1980 would be any amount of active duty time.
0: Well, that's good to know. (laughs) Now, I have a a handicapped son, uh, and you mentioned it uh, briefly there, but I could have him buried in my same plot because he's a a special needs uh, person, right?
1: Sometimes. That is one of those case-by-case that we would send down to national. There are some very specific requirements within that. Um, the VA language would be a helpless dependent child. Um, so when you we submit an application down to national, then they would ask for specific requirements, um, like a letter from the doctor and some other statements that would go along with it, and then they would determine the eligibility on that individual.
0: Now, I guess spouses uh, and, and minor chil- children of an eligible veteran, and certain unmarried disabled adult children, I guess, is is what they're saying. So a spouse or a minor child uh, of an eligible veteran can be buried in the same plot then?
1: A spouse, yep. As long as they're married at the time of passing, then yes, that spouse is eligible. And then a minor child, yes.
0: Well, before the cemetery opened, uh, there was other options. There was uh, um, other cemeteries, of course, in Sioux Falls. And they get a a brass plaque. Is that applicable to the uh, uh, Veterans Cemetery?
1: Um, Out here we have uh, granite headstones. So our two in-ground burial sections have an upright granite headstone. And then on our columbarium and that memorial wall, we have granite ditches. (laughs)
0: Talking to Aaron so Brown dire- okay talking to Aaron Brown director of the South Dakota Veterans Cemetery. I guess when you talk about the uh, headstones it would be similar to what we see at uh, uh, the national cemeteries.
1: Yes the upright correct.
0: well how many are uh, are available in the amount of land that you have right now uh, if, you, if you fill it up completely, how many would that be
1: the so the first phase that we have completed right now, that has the eligibility for 2,319 plots. Um, and then you can kind of take that by two because you, you know in one plot you could have the spouse and their dependent. Um, full future build-out, uh, they say about 100 years it will take, and that's over 28,000 plots.
0: Now, does somebody have to die to apply for this, or can they apply ahead of time?
1: Uh, we can do a pre-application. And those can be found on, you know, our website or swinging out here to see us. And that basically gets all of that information that we would need to determine eligibility in one spot. It gets us a copy of that discharge paper, that DD-214, and a copy of a marriage certificate if their spouse would be coming out here. And then they would receive a letter from us, and that would say, yes, you're eligible whenever the need arises, you know, we'll be able to complete that burial.
0: I was going to say some of the paperwork that uh, people might want to think about, of course, DD-214, you can get that through the the VA uh, uh, paperwork over there. Um, A 20-year retirement letter, I guess if you're from the National Guard or Reserve, uh, a VA service connection letter for the Guard or Reserve, a marriage certificate or death certificate, you know, would apply too. Um, I I guess uh, how far away are are people talking to, uh, you know, coming for this? Uh, is it just Sioux Falls, East River, or are people coming from Minnesota and Iowa, too? Uh,
1: Minnesota, Iowa, uh, Arkansas, and Texas. We have quite a few that, you know, kind of grew up here and always wanted to come back home.
0: Well, now, are there special ceremonies during the year, uh, Memorial Day, I would I would imagine?
1: Yes, we do a service or uh, a Memorial Day service out here, um, weather permitting, of course. Um, if not, we move to another location. And then we do Wreaths Across America, which is coming up here Saturday, December 16th at 11 o'clock. Uh, Midwest Honor Flight has adopted us as a cemetery that they um, do all the fundraising for and receive all the wreaths through the Wreaths Across America program. And we have a ceremony out here that lasts about 30 minutes. And then we do place a wreath on every veteran's grave.
0: Now, just kind of looking at the uh, the website here, uh, they do mention, um, you know, reserve components, but also commissioned officers of the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, or the, the Weather Bureau, as I call it, uh, certain commissioned officers, uh, public health services, commissioned officers of the Public Health Service, uh, World War II Merchant Mariners. Uh, which I had an uncle who got shot out of two, three ships back then. Uh, Philippine mm-hmm. Armed Forces, uh, and then, of course, spouses and parents, and even parent, by certain biological or adoptive parents of veterans. So there's a lot of things to look at. Uh, it doesn't hurt to check anyway, I guess is what I'm saying. Correct. Yep.
1: And we follow all of the federal um, National Cemetery Administration guidelines on eligibility for burial as well.
0: How deep do they bury?
1: The in-ground urn section, we go three feet. Um, Our casket section, the first casket will be at about seven feet, and the second casket about five.
0: So there's no charge for the actual burial uh, and and maintenance or anything in that sense then?
1: For the veteran. We Mm -hmm. do have a dependent fee, and right now that fee is based on the VA plot reimbursement amount from federal VA, and it's $948.
0: Which I think uh, some of the other cemeteries are around 1400 just to dig a hole, uh, would be a comparison in that. Now, there's other things that people can look at. I, I think the uh, VFW uh, has some volunteers there that actually make wooden caskets, don't they?
1: Veteran Honored interment. Yep, mm-hmm. they, there is that program out there, correct.
0: And also they're making, I guess, urns now.
1: Yes, that group makes caskets and urns.
0: And sometimes, like I say, if you go to other places, uh, you know, regular cemeteries, they charge a couple thousand dollars for an urn, um, and you know, really, the caskets they make are are heartfelt, heartfelt, and you don't really need a, a two thousand uh, dollars, you know, casket for some of these veterans. Uh, uh, that's, that's all they need. What other things can uh, they they uh, are eligible uh, that they can tie in with us that uh, they might want to want to check into?
1: Um, for. Burial wise, mm-hmm. well, like like we talked about, the you know anything out here for the veteran is free, and that opening, closing, headstone, perpetual care on every spot out here, um, and then that smaller fee for the dependent. Um, the other, you know, if the veteran was service connected, they can always speak with the veteran service officer in our claims office, which is right in the regional office on the VA campus. And um speak with them, either the widow Ken or the veteran if they were still alive. no, so those would be the biggest benefits that our office would do.
0: Now, your office is right on the grounds.
1: Yes, yep. Our office right here in the out at cemetery when you drive in the administration building on your right, um I have my uh, myself and our maintenance guys and one of my guys up front that would be working with all the funeral homes and all the families that give a call out here or stop in and ask any questions.
0: Well, we're talking to Aaron Brown director. It's DJ. Is it Isles cemetery representative? Yes. And is it Aiden Pollard and Brian Plucker? We want to mention the maintenance technician because they're, they're kind of the young sung heroes that keep that grass looking so nice.
1: <laughs> that they are.
0: Now, can you put flags or flowers? What is the uh, uh the, the rules on that?
1: Uh floral policy. So we have artificial flowers are allowed around October tenth to April fifteenth. Otherwise fresh flowers are approved any any day of the year. Um the deer do like the roses. So if <laughs> <The> roses <deer. laughs> are placed out here, the deer do like those. Mm-hmm. Um we have vases that we have in bins when, um, during the warmer months when that ground isn't frozen. Uh, those can be used right next to each, um, each headstone. No plantings on the graves at any time. And we do allow um, some more you know, Memorial Day arrangements closer to Memorial Day. And some Christmas decorations are allowed from now through January. And like I said, we will be having the wreaths out there come December 16th
0: now somebody comes and says okay what are the funeral arrangements uh, there's everything I, I suppose from the uh, the uh, guard from the Legion uh other, other agencies uh, what, what is the normal funeral like uh, I guess uh, or what would you uh, what are the things they can they can kind of uh, have available
1: our so our services we call them a committal service are we can have them every hour on the hour starting at 9 So we go nine to three each day and they are 15 to 20 minutes and that would include military honors if requested. So we have the families show up about 15, 20 minutes before their scheduled service time. They come in and uh, chat with DJ or myself and go over their paperwork. And then we all travel up to our committal shelter together. And that's where we have the service. If they want clergy of any sort or Someone else to speak during the service, then the family will arrange that part. Um, and then when we get through the clergy, then we will have uh, military honors if requested or not already provided. And then we will take that veteran or the spouse and go do the burial. And then we bring the family to their burial plot. And then um, that would be the conclusion of that service.
0: Now, what are your working hours, and what are the visiting hours?
1: We are here Monday through Friday, eight to four thirty, and the cemetery gates are open. You know, suggested sunrise to sunset would be time to visit the the cemetery.
0: And you mentioned people coming, you know, from quite you know Texas, Arkansas, quite a few other places. So, really, um, if they look at the burial eligibility and the uh, are the forums, uh, you know, that uh, are online? Your website is what?
1: Uh, vetaffairs.sd.gov.
0: Well, you sound like you enjoy what you're doing, uh, Aaron. Uh, South Dakota uh, employs 1,054 veterans, and I'm, I'm sure there's some that probably don't know about this or they've heard about it, but uh, it's something that I think uh, every family should bring up with their veteran uh, and uh, you know talk to them about this because uh, it's a lovely place. And uh, like you say, got, what are some of the things around the area there that people might uh, kind of get an idea of where it's about? What are your neighbors?
1: Uh, our neighbors are, we have a wedding barn um, around the curve, and we have the dirt bike track up the road about a mile, and then we are close to the new golf course. That they are starting to work on.
0: Okay, some people all of a sudden, oh, it's by the by the racetrack. It's by the the. Well, you yep. got a got a wedding barn right right around the corner, and you, you've got a golf course too. So, uh, it's it's a lovely place. Uh, I know way back when it was talked about as a possible water dam resource for the city and all that kind of thing. But uh, uh, it, it's uh, a per- really nice place for a cemetery, and I'm glad that all of the people that worked on it. Uh, many, many people over many years, it's, it's finally come to fruition, and uh, I look forward to it. And uh, uh, again, Erin, what can you say? Uh, you've got a few seconds. What would you like to say to people in the audience?
1: Well, I would say it's one of the most rewarding jobs that myself and my crew are able to provide, um, working with the families and being able to provide some of that closure and a, uh, you know, final honors for their loved one is quite rewarding for all of us here.
0: Thank you very much for being with us and for